welcome to 44 at 60. At a business event in early 2019, your host Trevor Lee foolishly agreed to run the 2021 Classic Quarter, a 44-mile ultramarathon on the coastal path from the UK's most southerly point, Lizard Village, to the UK's most westerly point, Land's End. Okay, it's time to lace up the running shoes, load up on carbs and gels, and get this show on the Cornish coastal path. Enjoy! Well, here we go. It's episode 21 of the 44 at 60 podcast. It's January the 17th, 2020, so just under 18 months to go now to the classic quarter for me to run, so... I thought I might just take a breath at this point and update you on where I've got to, where I think I am, um, what I've got coming up. So last year, 2019, 140 runs. That was a personal best. Never done anything like that before. Did seven half marathons. Best I'd done in a year prior to that was three. Um, took part in lots of park runs and things like that. Got a, a park run PB, the market race and race course park run up in Lincolnshire, which is two and a half laps around the tarmac track that's followed by the ambulance. It's very flat, so, but that's good. So how am I feeling at the moment? Well, feeling okay, I think. I just did 18 miles on the on the road last Sunday around uh, a loop around Truro, where I live. So two and a half laps of a loop of about seven miles. So that was terrific. And um, But as I'm recording this, I've got a little twinge in my calf, my left calf, and uh, it's park run tomorrow morning and um well by the time you listen to this i'll i'll have either got through that twinge or not really i suppose so i don't know why i'm bothering to tell you about that really right so what have i got coming up well um doing the bodmin half marathon in the middle of february that's part of my plan for both uh the classic quarter half which is coming up in june and just getting some uh some feeling the legs for part of the training for the manchester marathon beginning of april I'm not quite sure where the Manchester Marathon fits into my long-term off-road running plan, but I thought, well, you know, everyone, there's a, there's a big gang of us going up from Truro Running Club, so we're going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to try and record a podcast running the marathon. It, it's going to need a lengthy tape to do that, I think. Um, but it will be, you know, part of the of the build-up, really, in a sense, just getting used to running for a long time and um, in a competitive situation and have a bit of fun at the same time. But prior to that, at the end of February, I'm taking part in a race called Cousin Jack, um, which this time last year I'd never even heard of. Um, and it's one of the increasing amount of coastal path runs uh, and off-road runs that are going on, particularly down here in Cornwall. There's there's tons of these events going on now, and they're brilliantly organised. And this one is, well, you can do the whole thing. It's 35 miles if you do the whole thing, which is an out and back. And I'm just doing the back bit, which is half of it, 17 miles on the coastal path. Um, coming back into St Ives from uh, west of St Ives, east, east, no, west, west of St Ives, what am I talking about, from west of St Ives. So, um, yeah, that's that's going to be that's gonna be good fun, I think. <laughs> uh, it's an early start in the morning, catching a bus at 7 o'clock. Um, no, you know, no, I haven't done any recceing of that. I kind of, a lot of people do recces of these things, and I'm going to recce the classic quarter for sure, because that's, you know, I've got to know what I'm doing on that one. But this one... I'm just going to leave it and just enjoy the moment. And if it's raining all day, well, it's raining all day, isn't it? But I understand there's some bouldering work involved, so hmm, not sure about that. But, uh, there's no, there's no, rock, uh, you know, crampons and uh, and uh, ropes and 
ice axes needed in the in the in the in the list of a kit for this run. So I'm assuming it's it's okay, and that I will be able to manage to scramble over these boulders um, at whatever point of the course they are on. So then I'm uh, then I'm building up to the Manchester Marathon, which is the beginning of April. And then after that, my plan after that is to spend the next two months essentially wrecking the uh, the, the uh, classic quarter course. So I meant to do that last year, but I just never got around to it because I was doing all sorts of other road running events and things like that. So after the Manchester Marathon, then my road running uh, is going to stop. I'm not doing any of the local GP events on the road. I'm just going to focus on the coastal path running. So do the recce of the course and then uh, beginning of June, doing half the classic quarter with my mate from the running club, Andy Williams, providing Andy is fit and raring to go by then. He's been struggling with a, a bit of a leg injury. So hopefully he'll be back on all cylinders and all that sort of stuff. And it looks at the moment as though I'll do the first half and, and he'll do the second half. Um, and then after that, I'll be built, I'll be then, uh, the next big event after that will be the Red Rat, the Roseland August Trail in August, which is the beginning of August. Really looking forward to that. There were a group of us did the White Rat last year, which is 11 miles. And uh, we had great fun and we kind of all pledged that we would do the Red this year. So as far as I know, the, 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 uh, all the, the, the six of us who did the White Rat as a little group last year, uh, are doing the red rat this year. When I say as a group, we travelled together and uh, got on the bus together. But after we started, we sort of lost touch after a couple of miles, and um, yeah, we just carried on. So we're, I'm sure there'll be a bit of competitiveness in there as well. And then possibly in September, I've got my eye on something called the Ancient Rye Trails, which I think is over in Sussex somewhere. So I need to investigate that more. Just have a look, see how we're getting on then. Um, but, you know, that's going to take us, you know, this plan takes us through to September, October time, really. And then we're clearly within a year of the race. Um, but before then, I'm also going to get some great experience because at the end of this month, in fact, on the, uh, where are we? It's the 17th today. So it's uh, in a couple of weeks time. I think it's a couple of weeks time or is it next week? No, it must be a couple of weeks time. Definitely a couple of weeks time. <laughs> yeah, 31st. I'm sure it's the 31st. Definitely not next week. Um I'm uh, I'm I'm working as a volunteer. Well, working as a volunteer. I'm taking you know I'm helping as a volunteer down at, a, at an event called the Ark of Attrition. Now this is a monster of an event that takes place on February the uh, sorry on January. I'm thinking it's the thirty first. It starts. It probably well it carries on the next day as well. It's a hundred miles or fifty miles, and it starts in Coverack. And there's a coincidence because I lived in the Coverack area for years, and I had no idea that the Ark of Attrition was happening and didn't it never even heard of it um so anyway it starts in coverack and it works its way around the coastal path via land's end i think the 50 mile race finishes either at land's end or close to land's end and then the 101 carries on and carries on for another 50 miles wherever that is it's a monster event if you think about it this time of year you know people are going to spend more time running in the dark than in the light so um it's it's a kind of you know it's 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 well it, i think it carries um Ranking points also for the, was it the UTMB, Ultra Trail, Mont Blanc, which is like the world championships, you know, the thing to go for, I think, in the ultra racing calendar. And you have to collect so many points, I understand, to, uh, well, according to Vassos Alexander's book, which I've been reading, um, to make that happen. Uh, in fact, I've found myself reading a couple of interesting ultra running books. In fact, more than a couple, three or four, really. <laughs> So uh, I'm going to be the most knowledgeable person about ultra running around. Whether I can actually run it or not, I don't know. <laughs> but I have got some new running pants, and they are amazing. They're called Sax. That's Sax, not, yes, Sax. S-A, 
double X, I think, is the way you spell it. That's right. And um, they're about 30 quid a pop, you know, so that's quite expensive pants, isn't it, when you think about it, right? <laughs> so, but I mean, they're amazing. Um, and I, my children asked me, what do I want for Christmas? And I said, I want these running pants. So they organised that. And then I wore them on Boxing Day. Um, ha, Boxing, boxes. Yeah, yeah great. Okay. <laughs> um, and they're, they're super. They really are super comfortable. And um, so I've ordered two. Well, I've not ordered. I've now got two more pairs as well. So I've got three pairs so I can rotate them uh, amongst races. So um, they're they're fantastic. Um, Other bits of kit. What else have I got? I've got stocked up on talk gels, which is, you know, all my favorite rhubarb and custard apple crumbles and all that nonsense. And also for Christmas um, on my on my list, which turned up from Santa, which is fantastic. were a pair of uh, hocker. Well, uh, they're like hocker flip flops. My 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 uh, kids call them sliders, hocker sliders. But they're like uh, flip-flops. And Rob Standin, uh, True Running Club, he's got some, and he kind of recommended them to me and said, oh, Trevor, you've got to get some of these. They're great. Or however, Rob, you know, yeah, I've got to get some of these, Trevor. They're great. <laughs> Is that what he's... <laughs> Sorry, Rob. <laughs> um, so, uh, and they are. They are. They are. I'm wearing, in fact, I'm wearing them now. I'm wearing them now. I'm not wearing the running pants now, I have to say. I am wearing the uh, <laughs> hocker sliders, okay? Right. So, so there's my plan. So how am I feeling? Well... I could do with losing a bit more weight, really. I still feel as though I'm a bit heavy. Uh, I was 178 this morning. Um, now, this time last year, I was around 193. So, you know, that's about a stone off in a year. But I still feel as though I could drop a bit more, you know, maybe another four or five pounds, I think, to get to the sort of around 172, 173. That would be good. Um, as I say, I've been very lucky with injuries, but I've got this little niggle in my calf as I'm recording this podcast. So I'm a bit worried. I've, I've got to be careful with that. So I don't want to... Um, the day after this podcast is a park run, and the day after that, I'm supposed to be doing the I think called the Storm Force Ten. So I haven't decided yet whether I, you know, I've got to be sensible. I don't want to do something stupid now and um, and regret it later on. But I don't know how I've done this because I went to the club night on Wednesday, and I was that's fine then. So I, I've got kind of picked up an injury walking down the street or something ridiculous. Is that possible? I suppose it is, isn't it really? Um, but mentally, I'm feeling really good about this whole race. I, I'm, I'm 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 I can. Imagine what it's going to be like already running this and taking part and enjoying it and all that stuff. Um, and, you know, the, the long solo runs are quite a good test, aren't they? You know, cracky. I did, you know, the 18 miles I did last Sunday, I was really focused and uh, three hours, 16 minutes out on the road. And that was the plan, really. It wasn't so much the mileage. It was the time just to keep running. And and uh, I've got all these little things I do when I'm out running which I think about. So I practice uh, presentations when I'm, you know, doing presentations for work. I practice running through those. Um, I've got this little speech I run through, which I, you know, I imagine I'm talking to an audience about how to run their first marathon. So I talk them through a year plan, which is six months of general conditioning and then six months of training. So I'm kind of relaying my plan to them. So that 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 kills a bit of time. Uh, I never wear headphones and listen to stuff. I'm always watching things going on around me. I talk to people as they go past. Um so I do lots of things. And then the other thing I do, I, I do is that uh, when I get, uh, you know, sort of 10 miles into it, I do something every half mile. So I have a little drink or a jelly baby or a gel or something like that every half mile. And it's amazing how quick that half mile can come around. Um, if you're, if you're, you know, chewing a jelly baby can eat up a quarter, eat up, <laughs> eat up a quarter of a mile just like that. So all these little things are going on. So there we go. So I'm I'm feeling good about this at the moment. I don't want to, you know, peak too early. And um, I'm really looking forward to the the Manchester Marathon and, and everything like that. I have gone vegan for January, and um, but I was kind of 95% vegan before January. But my again, my 
my children are both at university, they give me such grief about, they, well, what do you mean 95%? That's a nonsense. And what it really means is that um, I don't really bother to cook meat for myself at home, but, um, well, I don't. Um, but <laughs> but I, I go to things like business breakfast with my work and stuff, and just occasionally, you know, I'll, I'll be tempted to... You know, scoff the sausages and the bacon because Frank and the you know, scrambled eggs because someone else cooked it for me um, but not in January so we'll see how we're going but I'm feeling good on it uh, feeling very energised um, yeah, so there we go so uh, I'm waffling on now aren't I so let's let's get to the end of this episode so anyway listen thanks very much for listening if you want to come on the podcast and share a story or if you're an expert in the running field and you want to come on then get in touch you, you'll be able to find me somehow I'm sure LinkedIn, Facebook email me whatever look at my website you'll find me and we'll fix up an interview. That would be terrific. Um, thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast if you haven't done so so far. And enjoy your own running. I hope I hope you really found this useful. I hope some of you have listened to this podcast and been inspired to get out there running, whether it's to your local park run, into the marathon, or you're thinking, right, come on, let's do an ultra marathon. You'll have great fun. And one thing you will find is the camaraderie amongst the running community is fantastic. So I've made loads of great friends just by going running. It's it's been brilliant. So thank you all to everybody who's listening and all those running friends. You keep inspiring me. We're going to make this happen. Thanks for listening. That's it for another episode of 44 at 60. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please do leave a review on your podcast app or wherever you download the podcast from. And we hope you've been inspired to get your running shoes on.